Hi, I'm Banana. And I'm Kim. And, and together, together we are friends. Friend Sip. So we recently did something pretty exciting. So exciting. Yeah, we got to interview McJirikit. Yes! Yay! It was so fun. It was. Um, so for those of you who are out there who would probably like me or just like don't know your actors' names, McJirikit is was the one of the lead actors in Star in My Mind, Sky in Your Heart. <laughs> We're never going to get those series right. It's so funny because... Uh, I well look look we loved both of those shows and even at the same time like when we were watching them we couldn't keep the names straight yeah so okay, it was the show the original the first series was the one with Jung and Duke ju- 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 wow Jung and Dunk <laughs> oh my god I know my words it is 118 degrees here today yeah I would just yeah. like oh, to yeah. say that our Who functioning brain cells are like- yes we live in Las Vegas and <laughs> we are in the midst of a heat wave and when I say heat wave it is currently 118 degrees which I'm pretty sure is like pushing like what 48 degrees Celsius yeah for those of you who live elsewhere in the world yeah I mean we are burning to a crisp okay but yes so basically he was the older brother who was the doctor in the show and he was also in other series such as the gifted he was one of the side characters um he was a main character in the player yeah i think that series was really popular too and i think he was even in dark blue kiss right yeah as one of the side characters yeah yeah amongst many other roles he has done quite a bit yeah he has quite the repertoire is that the word i want that is a word a word (laughs) if it's the word (laughs) yes he has quite the list of acting roles under gmm tv yeah yeah and at the end of last year he actually left gmm tv (gasps) and yeah i know a lot of fans are just like what's the tea what happened you know because whenever an actor chooses to leave a company it's always just like why yeah you always feel like yeah i don't know wow so dramatic right yeah right especially it's like when they want to stay a celebrity it's like why'd you leave this company yeah like yeah yeah um so our plan wasn't to ask about that because he has reassured in the past online that it was a a friendly split. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but we did get more of an explanation as to why he left. We did, which was really interesting. Yeah, it actually really was. Yeah. And the reason we're here talking to you right now instead of just playing the interview is because this was our first virtual interview mm-hmm. that we had to record. Like, I feel like with my job, I've done virtual interviews. Like, I've, you know, post-COVID, everyone's done things on, like, virtually. However, this is the first time that we had to, like, record it, save yeah. it. Pin, pin people? Pin people, <laughs> yeah. So quite quite a, quite a few things didn't quite go to according to a plan. With that being said, our, our YouTube video for this is perfectly fine. It's just that the way that it ended up recording, the audio doesn't quite work for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought it would be best if we went ahead and let you guys know all the cool things that happened in it mm-hmm. uh, while also telling you guys to please go watch the video because he's super cute man <laughs> it was such a it was such a fun video yeah he, he is very fun very he's charismatic funny. great personality mm-hmm. um but yes we will link the youtube video in the description for this episode mm-hmm. so you can go ahead and find it and in the meantime, you can listen to us break down that interview mm-hmm. um, if you don't have immediate access to YouTube at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So if you're cleaning your house, yeah. if you're at work, driving a car somewhere where you can't quite use data, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. Tell you all about Mech to your kit. Yeah. <laughs> so the, one of the first things we asked was when the interview, when we interviewed him, 
he had just finished doing a singing show mm -hmm. where he surprised his sister. Yeah. <laughs> and so we wanted to know as foreign fans, like, mm -hmm. you know, what was the show about? Can you kind of explain what, what went on there? Yeah, and kind of like the process behind it. I don't know if, how many of you guys maybe saw clips from this, but it looks like a kind of really fun, um, a really fun singing show. I think the idea is that they have a singer there and then they have a wall next to them and then they invite someone else to come and sing with them. And the main singer, in this case, his sister, has to try to guess who that person is. Mm -hmm. And I think they... Uh, uh, they do some things in the beginning, like uh, I think he was explaining that they usually have some questions that are filled out by the guests. So in this case, that would have been Meg. And uh, and then, you know, the singer can read it. So he was saying, like, he thinks his sister thought, like, it might be him because she's used to, like, certain terms or, like, <laughs> funny turns of phrases that he says that I think he used in this questionnaire. But he really shook things up because he, well, he chose a song that they sang together since they were little kids. Mm -hmm. But he changed the key of the song and he started out singing really, really high falsetto yeah. <laughs> and eventually worked his way down. So his sister was really confused at the beginning. Like maybe yeah. maybe she thought she knew, but then <laughs> but was then like, was like uh, sounds like a woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah. And so, yeah, in the end, he definitely surprised her with, um, mm. as he slowly worked his way down <laughs> the octaves. Yeah. <laughs> it was super fun. We should put, uh, we should do a link to that too. Yeah, okay. It was really, yeah, it was really, really funny. <laughs> He's also incredibly talented. I mean, I have heard him sing before, but I've heard him sing, like, GMM TV stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's been really fun. Uh, it's been really fun kind of venturing out and seeing him, like, as, like, post-GMM TV singer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, and so, like, from there, we kind of figured, like, oh, okay, you've always wanted to be a musician. Yeah. And, um... You know, how, how did you, if you've always wanted to be a musician, why did you go into acting? Yeah. And that became quite the story. Um, it actually started off as a child. He was, they didn't want to say addicted. He didn't want to say addicted. <laughs> <laughs> but the translation he, was addicted. <laughs> he really liked video games mm. and his parents had concerns because you can't make money off of video games, which, you know, these it's days debatable. Know is but debatable. <laughs> Um, but they basically got him into music lessons with the drums. Yeah. Uh, however, his teacher was like, your kid is really good looking. If you have him play the drums, he's going to be at the back of the stage where no one sees him. And that would be a waste of his good looks. <laughs> what a compliment. Right? By the way, I know that you like percussion, but you're your, hot. Your face no. should not be hidden. Like... <laughs> I don't understand. So um, the teacher actually, to get him to sing, told his parents that he would give them a discount for singing lessons mm. um, if he agreed to do this. I think as a sister is taking singing lessons yeah, at the same time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They both wanted to always be musicians. That's so cute. It is. I love it. So he went ahead. Like they agreed, and they got him into singing lessons. And so he took singing lessons, and he's like, yeah, I'm going to become a rock star because I can do drums and sing. Yeah. Uh, so from there, he grew up and went on to a singing show mm. in Thailand called The Star. Uh -huh. where you kind of It's like your auditioning singing show. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he... He was really popular. Yeah, he, but he, he didn't make it into the final round. He didn't so make it, but he had he tons of people like reaching out to him. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. popular in terms of like, oh, you know, we want him to win the show. 
he was popular in the sense that he had a lot of people approaching him, asking him to be an actor with their studios. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was noticed. He was definitely noticed for his looks, unfortunately, and not necessarily his singing voice. <laughs> And he turned them all down. Go. He, his goal was 100% to be a singer. To be a singer, yeah. Um, so he turned them all down. But then he was approached by the CEO of GMM at the time. Yeah. And back then, so here's something that we had no idea about. We had no idea. This was this was really fascinating. Yeah. Um, I guess so GMM started off as a music company. It did. And so the CEO approached him and was like, hey, come be a singer with my music company. And Mech was like, bam, sold. I've got, yeah, like I can follow my dream. Yeah. But then GMM found out they can make more money doing shows instead of singing shows. Yeah. And so that's how GMM TV was born. Mm. And so they kind of told all their artists that if you want to stay on, you're going to have to become an actor. You've got to do acting. Because we're shutting down this, the music. Yeah, yeah. Um, which we know now isn't quite true because GMM Grammy is a thing. Well, or... so I think that there is still that. I think it's a little bit different. Okay. I think, yeah, because he was saying that Grammy is kind of like above. So it's got to be kind of different. But the people who were signed on specifically to like this label, I think they were now going to have to become actors. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, he had to go into acting, and that's why he mm-hmm. has so much acting under his belt. Yeah. And after a while, I think he just kind of realized, like, I, like acting was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the end, it's like that's not what he wanted to do. Like yeah. his entire life, he's wanted to become a rock star. He's, you know, he was acting and then he was like kind of slowly getting pigeonholed into the BL world. And, you know, that's just not where his passion was. And that's why he quit. I was going to say, too, that we keep saying rock star, but we are 100% quoting him. Yeah. <laughs> See, it was just kind of like, like, my dream is to be a, a rock, rock star. star. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I should say that, yeah, so he kind of decided... I really, I've had so much fun. I've had so much fun doing everything with this company and, you know, being with everybody. But I really, really want to chase this dream of mine. So he decided to He's decided out chasing to his dream. Yeah. yeah. So he, for anyone who doesn't know, he has a band called Saint After Six. Mm-hmm. They are a rock band. Um, they have one song released. And for those of you who are rock fans, I would say it's a bit on the harder side of rock. Because, um, you know, you've got, like, indie rock, alternative rock, you know, soft rock. Um, his is definitely more in the um, extreme side. Not super extreme, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were asking, you know, so you have your band, you have a song out, but how come you don't have a YouTube channel to follow? Mm-hmm. Um, and he had an explanation for that, too, that I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, this is kind of actually tied into uh, the other part is mm-hmm. that really they wanted their actors to be um, uh, promoted for their acting and for their series. So a lot of his music stuff had to kind of be not under his name. And Yeah, because Mech does have a YouTube channel. He does. But it's all the GMM TV songs. Yeah, and so uh, his stuff has kind of maybe been a little bit out there, but kind of hidden because it, it needed to be for marketing purposes. And now uh, he does have a YouTube, but it's under his new company. Uh, so it's kind of like beginning again. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm sorry. And when I said YouTube, he, he does have a YouTube channel, but I meant a YouTube music channel mm. that is 
just GMMTV, so mm. you won't find the Saint After Six under there. Yeah, and they are currently their current song is released under this production company. Mm. They have yet to establish a channel, though. Yeah, possibly because they're just kind of waiting out the contracts to no longer be mixed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so we have a little bit of time to wait, but part of that was also asking him, okay, like, when are we going to get an album then, you know? Yeah. And he's really confident we're going to get it by the end of next year. The Start sorry. of next? Sorry. End the of end year. of this year <laughs> or the beginning of next year. Yeah. So, so that's we exciting. We are excited. And we've already secured the rights to interview his entire band. I know. <laughs> that was like the first question out of my mouth. Well, if it's happening this soon, can we interview them when it happens? <laughs> um, even though it has nothing to do with BL. <laughs> he's like sure yeah okay but one member doesn't speak any english and we're like that's fine that's we have so a fine yeah <laughs> which by the way uh i would like to give a shout out to our translator nick because he is a real mvp <laughs> he's the real mvp <laughs> he's so fun man anyways if you guys pop in to watch the youtube video you'll see him he's adorable yeah, yeah. you'll see him in the second half because like i said we messed up on some things <laughs> but it is I, I feel like it's worth watching the video just to watch nick's reactions yeah because for the second half of the interview nick knows where everything's going like minutes before we do <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that could be because he was talking, like, Mech was talking in Thai. Totally. <laughs> you know? so but, that's, but that makes it even funnier. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And so <laughs> we decided to ask some questions to get to know Mech better. Yeah, I think we wanted to have, like, some fun times where we could just talk about some casual stuff that's mm-hmm. just, like, we're normal human beings yeah, that <laughs> like silly stuff. Yeah, and stuff for his fans to really yeah. get to know him. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're a fan of the actor. You want to know them more so than their acting career. Yeah, I guess would be my, how I would put it. So we asked him, like, we know he's a huge anime fan. Yeah. And so we asked him what his favorite anime was. We were really curious because I kind of thought, you know, these days when you tend to ask people what their favorite anime is, it kind of tends to be, like, uh, really popular big ones that are kind of, like, airing in the moment. Yeah, I feel like that's how you can tell who's a new anime fan versus an old anime fan. Mm. The newer fans always like, you know, the more accessible, currently airing stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old anime fans will list, will list off something where you're, like... Maybe a little bit... Yeah, 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 yeah. Obscure. Yeah. I don't want to say obscure because, like, we, we still heard of the titles, but stuff that you wouldn't expect. Yeah. So I was kind of curious because I was thinking he was going to throw out, like, one of the, like, honestly, I really thought he was going to throw out one of the adaptations for, like, the Korean, like, horror manhwa. <laughs> I really thought he was. He, I was he, he so does have a slightly, Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> goth. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> No, his favorite anime right now is Ranking of, Ranking Kings, of Kings, which we still haven't seen. Which we was, haven't. I so had it's to on, actually. It's on our list. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. To watch and find out. And then the other one he listed off was Welcome to Demon School Irumakun, which is one of our favorites. Which I love. Yeah, like that is easily like one of my top five anime. It's so and so funny. when he said that, like I lost my mind. And then he lost, and then his, he mind. lost his mind. He was like, "You know it." <laughs> Like we're all in the same boat. Because no one that ever is knows. definitely one of those slightly more obscure titles, yeah. unless you're an anime fan. Yeah, you know, what I thought was really cute though is that uh, he was like, "Who's your favorite character?" And then in the moment, we're all like, "Our brains just don't work yeah. right." <laughs> so you were like, "Who's the girl with the green hair?" Right? And he was like, "Me too." I feel like you two like bonded on this show. <laughs> we bonded over. I think if I remember uh, Valix. I think her name something was. like that. Okay. I went to look it up later, and I've already forgotten. Um, but basically, so I can't tell you about this anime. Basically, <laughs> Welcome to Demon School, Aruma-kun, is an anime about this 14-year-old boy named Aruma, whose parents are terrible people, and they sell him to the devil in exchange for fame and fortune. 
And but haha, jokes on them. This devil wanted to adopt a human child to spoil rotten. Basically. <laughs> so he's like this old grandpa yeah. demon. And it's actually really funny. He's very cute and doting. And so he gets like, you know, he adopts him. He puts like he lives in this man this castle. He has servants. He has like everything he could possibly want. <laughs> and he gets sent off to demon school because that's you know where children go. That's where you go. And um but the thing is is like the, the He's not a demon. Hell has like one very important rule and that's no humans allowed. So he has to hide his identity as a human while going to this demon school. And while there, he has to kind of navigate the hardships of, you know, not being caught as someone who doesn't have powers, who, you know, isn't actually evil. And it's kind of, like, unusual to not have power. So he kind of has to come up with, like, ways to, like, seem (laughs) like he belongs. And it's It's actually really funny funny how he, like, gets around. Because he ends up being, like, the top dog of the school through complete flukes. (laughs) And so it's a really funny anime. I love it. It's so funny. And obviously, we're not the only ones recommending it now. Yeah. (laughs) Right? So definitely go check it out. Um, <laughs> it is 100% worth it. Uh, I would say that part of our anime talk, because after that, we went into asking, like, if he had an anime character oh, yeah. that he, like, felt he related to. And I would say these answers were so funny. I don't know why, like, it's, like, perfect, but at the same oh, time. No. <laughs> so the first one was from Hunter Hunter, mm-hmm. Hisoka. Yeah. <laughs> and the second one... Was do you want to say uh, Orochimaru from Naruto? <laughs> and we asked because we were kind of like, why? why these characters? And he was just like, they're so laid back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. So I, th- I feel like before you're just like, oh my god, he relates to Hisoka and Orochimaru. You have to understand his reasoning was less like characters he relates to versus, I would say, like. Almost like admire, like likes. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I guess um, because they're villains, and he tends to like the villain characters. Um, he liked Orochimaru's snakes. Yeah, he liked Orochimaru's snakes, <laughs> and then he also liked how for Hisoka, he's someone that didn't really take things seriously. Yeah, like, he had a very laid back. At I guess you know this character better than I do. So he has a super laid back attitude, and like I guess maybe just to kind of throw out there when he was asking like what characters like we think we would be, I was like, oh, I mean, I think I would be like Shikamaru because he always like naps. Yeah. And Naruto. he's also laid back, and he but he was like, no, he's too deep for he's me. Too- <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> So I think that um, the immediate things that come to our mind when we think of Hisoka and Orochimaru, I think, are not <laughs> what is in his <laughs> mind. things that come to his mind. I think for him, um, he's just kind of like, they are characters that um, maybe don't go with the flow. And mm-hmm. they uh, do things maybe because they want to do them. Yeah. And also because they're just kind of like laid back and they take life at their own pace. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they find the joy where they can in life. <laughs> I just, I'm like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Cause you said that. But then I just like had this image of just like some random screenshot of like a road trip. just like staring at me through the thing. But oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Geez. That's so funny. Yeah. But that was, pre- that was pretty funny. <laughs> what? I love like, it. Like we said, Me- Mech is very funny. Yeah. He's so um, funny. And so another thing we, tr- we so we try to ask a more serious question now to kind of bring our like over the top like oh my god fangirling fanboying moments down, and or we, just kind of like maybe because we didn't expect to like 
have so much in common with anime. Yeah. I guess we were yeah. like, we're, we're like, like, all oh, right. We like things on the same kind of vein here. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to try and bring it back, we asked him for any advice he'd received that had changed his life. Yeah. And? Uh, so, in this, we discovered that I think he likes to read quite a bit. He has a bookshelf that has tons of books, and he went back there to rifle through it to pick he out. He didn't even rifle. He knew exactly where it That's was. That's true. He did know where it was. I was That's trying to make this like a. Reads his books. I was trying to make this more story-like oh, for the audience, sorry. but no, he did. He turned back to the bookshelf and he like zeroed it on one book and just <laughs> plucked it from the shelf. No, it was called the Four Minute Work Week, and at first four we hour. four hour. <laughs> oh man, got even better. No. <laughs> called the four hour work week and uh at first we were kind of thinking like sounds nice right <laughs> but uh but he was like no 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 actually it's not really so much about that it is about um that when you really want to accomplish things in your life you kind of have to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you have to push yourself past your limits and you kind of have to face your fears and that you uh that you should welcome those types of challenges into your life because they help you grow so uh, there was that book, but there was another part too. He also said he had an instructor that gave him some really good advice, right? Yeah. Um, he, like, as he was telling us this, because I had asked him, like, what was, what's a fear that you recently conquered? Because mm-hmm. he was saying you have to conquer your fears. Yeah. And that reminded him how when he was younger, uh, he didn't initially want to be a singer because I guess he was a very cute baby. Uh, very cute deck deck. <laughs> um, he didn't like going out in public or being seen because people would stare at him um, because of his looks. And he internalized it a lot. Yeah, he internalized like he was really it self-conscious. A lot. He would always overthink, like, why are they looking at me? And so that actually made him very scared to go out in public. And so his music teacher helped him conquer that yeah. by forcing him, you know, okay, you're going to become a singer. You're going to go on stage and taking him to these performances where he was really forced to conquer that fear and own it. Yeah. And so he did, but even now he has moments where, you know, it kind of gets, it gets overwhelming when you're being seen all the time. Yeah. And so one thing he does to kind of help himself out is he has a collection of masks that he will wear and he will sometimes dress flamboyantly and um, yeah. he also had, and he, she showed us some of the masks that he has and he'll, he'll just take them out, wear them kind of like, just, you know, just act out, act out of character to kind of, you know, push away that internalized and fear just that he draw has. draw attention to himself. Yeah. It's to kind of maybe probably feel more in control, mm-hmm. right, of the attention. Yeah. 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 And I was saying like after the interview, I thought that it was really interesting because that's actually something that I can, I related to perfectly. Like mm. recently... Post-COVID, I don't go into the grocery store really anymore. We order our groceries online. I do not like going into grocery stores because people stare. And it actually makes me really uncomfortable because I'm there for groceries and other people are there for groceries. And, you know, everyone's, like, focused on other things. So when people stop focusing on what they're shopping for to stare at you, and for anyone it's who, ten times more obvious. Yeah, and for anyone who has not watched our YouTube and has only stumbled across this podcast, uh, Banana is gorgeous. <laughs> like, she is drop-dead gorgeous. She is so pretty. She has, like, the biggest ha- oh God, like hazel eyes <laughs> she has beautiful <laughs> curly brown oh hair i mean i'm not kidding though so like when she goes to the store and then people look at her like genuinely it's like did an angel <laughs> just wander into my presence and i can tell you how uncomfortable that 
And so, so back to Mac, but, but so, but as Mac was describing it as like, I perfectly understand. And that's yeah. actually why I got into cosplaying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was a way to kind of almost mask myself. So when people are staring, now it's like, oh, they're staring at me because I'm this character. Ha ha. Mm. And so that was how I would own it. So when he was talking about how he gets masks and stuff, I was like, oh, I totally like, totally get it. I totally understand. Um, I wish that that's so funny. I wish I have an, even an ounce of that. I think like when I walk in, if someone's staring at me, I'm like, "What's on my face?" That's what we, that's what we think, though. <laughs> oh, really? That's what occurs. Like, why are they staring? Like, because it's not uh, like oh, because we don't. We're not at that level. Like, our ego isn't big enough to be like, oh, flick of I, hair. <laughs> I'm gorgeous. Yeah, no, it's not like you know. <laughs> we are too humble of people. Oh, but you know what Meg did say? Mm. He said in there. Uh, I remember he said, "Hey, but what it's really about is it's about confidence yeah. and like." owning it Mm -hmm. so i feel like words of wisdom from mech just always think you're amazing (laughs) you know what i mean yeah just think you're amazing and just be amazing just Just be amazing that's actually advice from us (laughs) (laughs) yeah and uh to uh this point i think we are running short on time because our translator nick he actually had to go to work. Uh-huh. Um, so we had to wrap things up so he could leave on time. So we had one more question. We, we probably could have continued to talk to Mike, actually, because <laughs> he speaks pretty English pretty well. He does. Um, but yeah. We <laughs> uh, so we asked him about things to do in Thailand. Things what would he to recommend? Do in Thailand. <laughs> so this was really funny. This was. Um, well, I think at first he asked, uh, is this an adult show? And honestly, I thought that he was going to talk a little bit about – I thought he was going to talk about Red Light District stuff or about drag shows because when we mm-hmm. went to Thailand, um, our tour guides were really intent on getting people Everyone to go did. to the drag shows in Phuket. I guess yeah. they're really popular and extravagant and, like, really cool. Yeah. And so I just kind of thought, like, that's the direction we were going. And it's funny because, like, while I wouldn't consider this a podcast for children because, you know, children should not be watching BL. This next part is not for children. This next part. <laughs> I don't know where you're going so with yeah, this. So, yeah, we were just like, not we, for children. we are adults. And it's like, it's, it's interesting because, like, you know, we wouldn't call ourselves an adult show. Yeah. Um, but since this is not going on YouTube, I think we can dive into this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the first thing he said is that when he has foreigner friends come out, um, the one of the places that they really, really like going is they like going to a park where you have tigers that you can take photos with, mm-hmm. which immediately in my mind, I thought of a thousand different series that we've seen where they're with tigers. And I'm like, is this the place? <laughs> but um, but one funny thing he said is he said, yeah, because a lot of people like to take pictures with tigers and grab their balls. And we were just like record scratch. <laughs> <We're> going, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why would you do that? And he's like, why not? And we're just like... What? <laughs> For the record, I told him that I like my life, and he laughed and said that he liked his too. So, <laughs> so that was so funny. And then uh, the second thing he said, um, well, he did go into like, okay, well, let's go over the good stuff first. There's clubs, if you yeah. like clubbing, the beaches are gorgeous, the islands are gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so very vague, you know, great answers. Yeah. And then yeah. he was like, okay, well, now I'm going to tell you about the bad place. The and dark not, side of Thailand. Not, it, and he was saying it's not bad, but it is Different. very unique to Thailand. Yeah. And no other actors talk about it, probably because they're worried about their image. Well, I'm like, who? I, I mean, we're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about and it. And you guys are going to be like, who would, who, who would be brave enough to talk about this? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but that being said, I think a lot of his uh, a lot of his friends come out. They really want to do something that is, I feel like using the word unique. But I think there are some things that really are like culturally unique, even if they are like very adult. Mm-hmm. 
um, oriented. Mm -hmm. And I think things then end up being really memorable because they're just so, like, you've never thought of it in your life. Yeah. Right. And then, it, and but then you're like, oh, this is a thing. This is a thing. Right. <laughs> so he mentioned ping pong shows. And if you've ever kind of tripped to Thailand and you've looked up places to go, I can guarantee you've probably seen ping pong shows mentioned. Yeah. But you don't actually know what they are. And I kind of laughed because, you know, I am learning Korean and Thai. And with my Korean teacher, he's always talking about how they just love badminton there. And like in Korea. And so I honestly, whenever I've seen this, because like in, in the U.S., I don't feel like badminton is really like that mm -hmm. popular sport. So I kind of just thought like, oh, this is like thailand's badminton right yeah. oh, like yeah. people like ping, they, ping pong here ping pong it's a good thing we didn't wander in <laughs> Ooh, okay so this was actually really funny mech did not explain ping pong shows to us he threw it at nick our poor translator the true mvp of this interview nick la like Too buried his head in his hands and then and then mech said oh cool he can explain i need to go do something and then he left <laughs> Uh, okay, so basically, ping pong shows, which, as Mech described, was like the best and worst thing he's ever seen. Um, app description, I'm sure. App, yeah. It's basically, they take the ping yeah. pong ball, mm -hmm. and they put it inside of a woman's vagina. Yeah. And she will shoot it out. With such force that people in the audience have to hold paddles so that so they, they don't get injured. <laughs> Not so that they can hit the ball back. And also so that you don't get hit with a quote-unquote wet ping-pong ball. Hit the ball back. Yeah. So that, that's what a ping-pong show is. And I guess sometimes they have balloons and the women can shoot out darts to with, actually with pop enough strength the balloons. Pop the balloons. And aim. Yeah, I mean, right? honestly. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm more amazed about the aim. I'm kind of like, okay, there's this part. I'm, I'm almost like fascinated because i don't understand how you could train how you could train this and be so proficient right. like that's <laughs> how do you train for this <laughs> it sounds um, like such a skill set that i've never right? thought of but like honestly like i would have thought he was lying to us if he didn't right off the bat have nick explain it because we trust nick we just <laughs> <laughs> but nick did explain it yeah bless him and um yeah, and so I guess maybe it's a it's a recommended thing to do. Though he was saying that when you go, it's it's better to kind of go with a Thai person, uh, probably just in general. But then also because I guess foreigners they they will upcharge you to charge go see a these lot ping of money. shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you are an adult and you find the concept of watching this interesting, that is Mech's recommendation for Thailand. <laughs> it exists. Oh, I can't even say that with a straight face. We all we we also asked like. You want us to keep everything in this video? Oh, yeah. We were like, asking him, is there anything you want us to edit out? He's like, no. No, keep all of it. We're like, okay. So, so that is why we were also describing <laughs> yeah. the ping pong shows to you guys. Yeah. So it was honestly, it was a really, really fun interview. Yeah. It was so fun. He is such a, he's so funny mm -hmm. and he's so charismatic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was super funny. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And so that is it for this interview. Um, we did, we, be, because on YouTube, we're not quite sure where that adult line lies. We will be editing out the um, ping pong <laughs> description. Yeah, yeah. Um, however, if you really want to hear exactly what Nick had to say about the show, as well as what Mech had to say, because he did come back and chime in. Oh, yeah, we chatted um, about it for a bit. We, we will be, it will be available. The full uncut interview will be available on our Patreon. Yeah. For you to check in and watch yeah 
And what is the name of our Patreon? How can they find us? I'll link that in the description. <laughs> it should be friendship, but... <laughs> That's so funny. We can't even remember the name of the show that he's been on. You expect me to remember the Sky name? Sky in your heart. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. So that is it for today. That is. And we will see you guys next time. Yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.